wanted to play an instrument Cause musicians are so cool and I wanted to be cool But I found playing an instrument is kinda hard I tried the harmonica but I really sucked I tried the guitar but my fingers couldn't do it I was ready to give up Then I saw a little instrument in the shop it didn't cost too much, so I gave it a shot Now I play all the time, and my friends do too And who knew, ukulele is the new black Yeah, it's the new black Everybody's playing it Cause it's the new black Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black I'm Meredith Harper, and I love to play the ukulele in this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why this little instrument has become so popular. I've had Sandra Shaw on my interview list for a while now. I play ukulele with Sandra in two groups, in the Ukulele Republic of Canberra, otherwise known as Uroc, and Loud in the Library. Unlike a lot of ukulele performers, Sandra tends to hang back and let others shine. She tends to go under the radar a bit. But she hasn't fooled me. I think she's really, really talented. If we're on stage, she's always the one I look to if I'm not sure where we come in or if I'm trying to do percussion and getting the beat wrong, which is frequent. She also plays with another group, Waters, and it features some other people who've been on this podcast, being Andrew Rankin and Janine Chandler. They're a fun group. I hope you enjoy. Ukulele player. Introduce yourself. <laughs> My name's Sandra, Sandra Shaw. Um, I've been playing ukulele with Rock for four years. Is that all? 2014, we came back to Australia, and I did the course with Michael. Yep. In May 2014, I was supposed to perform that year at Floriade, but something came up and I had to pull out. So my my virgin performance was the next year with AJ and Jenny. <laughs> we, were, we were being um, uh, warm up act for them at the next year. At, um, oh, okay, right. Okay, so yes. that's similar to the one we did at, um, yeah, at, at Smith's. Smith's. Yes, only we were so, the curtain. Uh, Church Hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you just said for the listeners, so that's AJ Leonard and Jenny Rollins, who were in, a, in an episode, well, AJ Leonard was in an episode last year. Jenny wasn't because she wasn't feeling brave enough. She would have been fine, but you know. <laughs> she would have been fabulous. Oh, it's not that scary, is it, Sandra? No. no well, I'm very pleased no one can see me. That's what yeah. <laughs> I can. I can. But yes, that's right. The listeners have no idea what you look like. It wouldn't matter if they could see you. You look fine. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, I might just, let's go back a step then. So now I know you do play other instruments because I've seen you do that. So what is the first musical instrument you played? Piano. Okay, and how Piano. old was that? Well, you, as the traditions had it, when you turned seven, you were allowed to play a piano. Is that a tradition? Well, it was a... A school of thought that you wait until they were in about, kids were in about year two. Now my son plays piano, but he started in kindergarten. Yeah. And he's getting young kids, mum, people coming up, no, my kids are going to play piano. They're four. They think they can play the piano. And he's going, <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> Some coordination. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but, the, but his teacher's school of thought was that if you start them young, they don't get as nervous. Yeah. So you whack them on and you whack them instead. There's no that harm. That really worked. There? No, no. That really worked for him because, you know, when you're in the 60s and under a step section, everybody gets a prize, you know, yep. rocking up and standing on the stage. So it uh, becomes not a scary thing. Now, yes. I started a bit later and, and I do get nervous. So I get really nervous. Uh, I don't play by myself. I also play flute. And um, last year, our lovely flute teacher has a 
concert at the end of the year for mm-hmm. flute players. Yep. And uh, I just said, well, I'm not doing it by myself. We'll have to do a duet. Yeah, which is, you know, when I play for Urock or Loud in the Library or for Waters or whatever, I am essentially playing by myself, but mm. I'm in company. Yeah, well, you've the, got other people to, to, yeah, it's not a, a solo. Yeah. While you're doing your flute, it's not the same as just playing flute on its own. Yeah. Which, and I think flute needs something else behind it to bulk it up, really, doesn't it? Yes, it needs a friend. Yeah. So, so when did flute start? I've always wanted to play a flute, but when I was in high school, two of us turned up to the music teacher's door and the other girl got handed the flute and I got handed the clarinet. Don't you hate that? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so um, proceeded to play the clarinet for a while, until I finished school really, got thrown into the brass band because it's supposed to be played instruments, so I could play with the cornets. Ah. Well, I could play the first note and usually the last note. That's all that matters, isn't but, it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice what they did in between. <laughs> you can air clarinet in between. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Just, oh, hang on for the ride. Colonel Bogey. Woohoo, where am I going with that? <laughs> and so I'd always wanted to, but it wasn't until my son started playing flute that in ultimately he ended up with a spare one because now, now he has the $30,000 gold. Oh, wow. You know. That's a real flute. Player, yeah, it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Now I've got the bodgy old student. <laughs> Which does me. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Look, it sounds fine. So, yeah, just for the for the listeners, um, so we might just – well, let's talk about Blue Mountains Ukulele Festival where you played with um, two groups I was with. But you, you actually did three performances on that one weekend, which I thought was insane. But um, <laughs> I struggled to do two. It was a good two. idea at the time. <laughs> so tell us about um, – yeah, so there's the many groups that you play with. Uh, well, the first one was U-Rock. And we had a fabulous fast-paced set, which you just sort of hang on for the ride, just kept hoping you were doing the right thing, smiling all the time. Like did you do any flute in that one? Yes, I did Moonlight. Of course you did. I was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it's all a blur to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Moonlight is not terribly difficult. It's four notes repeated over and over and over. So yeah. Do-do-do-do. Yes. <laughs> kind of pleased that they want to shorten the introduction a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a couple less times I have to do it. But it is a nice little piece. Yeah. Uh, Waters, I played the flute only for one little bit in the beginning of that, and that's uh, a whistling part over the top of right. a song called Simple. Okay. And then launched into harmony because it's set for Andrew's voice, and I just find that gets a bit gravelly for me. Yeah. yeah a bit awkward. Yes, the male and female voice thing is, is tricky, and it's yeah. discovered discussed that in, in my previous episode with Christina Joy. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't, we don't need to recover that ground again. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and for Loud in the Library, I did two... Uh, Basically, more, much more complicated. They were, bits. yeah, yeah. It was wood fun. It was really they, they good. They were good tunes. So mm. there was um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers one, which is um, remind me what it's called because it's um, Breaking, Breaking the Girl, the girl. And, and the other one Lost was on Lost on You by yeah. LP. And I think with both of those, we've said, "Oh, some flute would be great." And I think the first week you turned up, and I thought, "Yeah, she's all right." Um, <laughs> but then you know, next rehearsal, oh wow, they worked out what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, she's practiced. <laughs> So having talked about your flute, you do also play the ukulele, which is why you're on this podcast. In fact, you, you, are, yes. you are clutching one right now, which is, there it is. See, it's proof. So we're going to stop talking about flute. It's just, it's, I just love, I think the flute and the, the ukulele together, it's just, it's a really, really pretty thing. I, I love, ukulele is great, but I think when you throw a few other little instruments in with it, it can really become yeah, amazing. Yeah, it adds a bit of colour. Yeah, yeah, it's quite amazing when you look around, there's, there's some pop songs that and you use the ukulele and a can't think of the one I'm thinking of at the moment. Uh, escapes me. But you sort of think, oh, 
That's a ukulele. Yeah. It's exciting, isn't it? When you hear on the radio, you think, oh, I know that sounds. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice that they're becoming more mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so you've been playing for for four years then, you said. So you you learned with Michael Rosenberg, same as I did. Well, I I learned from a a lady by the name of Riza Pardoregio, who all the kids call her party radio. (laughs) Quite get the words around. But she... Was a female Charlie, if you like. She was right. absolutely amazing. Charlie Chan, who one day will be on this podcast, yes. but not. I'm saving Charlie for later. Oh yeah. You don't, you don't want to. You don't want to use everything at once, do you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, Risa was like is is like that. She plays everything by ear. She plays piano and every stringed instrument you can name, and she was our tutor that taught us the first basic chords. So when I came to Michael, I really didn't know much about ukulele music. Right. I just knew my C and G and F. Okay. We, we got really, really excited when we discovered Mr. Clickety Kane only had two chords, D and A. Wow. We thought we were going great guns there. <laughs> of course, we were playing for the kids and they didn't care what we sounded like. No, they don't that care at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you haven't been playing that much longer than me. I, I'd always assumed that you'd just been with U-Rock forever because you... Feels like forever. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing, because I, I, I started going, well, I started, I've been playing, what, for three and a bit years. So I guess I've been going to U-Rock for about three years now. And I remember when I first got there, there's all these you know, people who obviously, you know, run the place and do stuff and seemed so utterly entrenched and you were one of those. But I guess you'd only been there for a year. But, yeah, it felt yeah. like you were totally part of the furniture yeah. there. Yeah. And you do a lot. And I'll, I'm actually going to digress a little bit to yeah. talk about what it is to actually, you know, be part of, the, I guess, the organisation of a ukulele group. Because, as for me, it's, it's great. You know, I, I turn up. When I feel like I feel like going, I go. I play some stuff. I go home. It goes out of my head. I, look, I do a little more with Loud in the Library, but not. I, I think it's a much smaller group than New Rock is. And so I know there's a lot of people, you yourself and, and others, who do a lot of work for that. So, I mean, how much of your time does it take to keep the thing going? Uh, when I first was part of the committee, I, I did the supper. When we first met, we were meeting over at the Italian club, so that was one meet-up a month. Right. Oh, that, they, yeah, it's yeah. changed, hasn't and it? And they pulled it down, so then it became three. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when I decided I'd ha- I couldn't do it anymore, it's about to be 18 months I was doing it, Yeah. I said, why don't we split it so we've got a Friday night do and a Saturday do. That was my first sort of introduction to the committee, sort of doing that sort of thing. And then I went on the committee and we, yeah, we, it, we, it's in, in consultation. It's, it really is a republic. You know, we, yeah, we consulted about okay, just so about everything. It is, it is well named. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's not just a clever name so we can say you rock. No, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, and and we we will sit down at some point and work out who's going to come. So it would be AJ and Jenny might be coming through or um, anybody else that's coming through particular groups that we want to play with or get to know or whatever highlight. And um, we do that and we'll plan our meetups, we'll plan our gigs. So we planned... We have the Blue Mountains as a, as a standard yep. multicultural festival. Uh, the folk festival is the standard. You know, we play there every morning at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, 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 I've it's... been spared that so far, yeah. but um, well, this year I won't be able to do it because I'll be in Hawaii. Oh, very yeah, nice. I know. Such a shame. <laughs> but um, yeah, perhaps next year. Although I'm a morning person, so the nine o'clock wouldn't bother me at all. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm a weirdo. It's, it's, it's okay for us to get down to Epic to do that. Yeah, that's right. It's not too bad for me, yeah, place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're on the right side of the, yeah, of the lake, yeah. as am I. Mm. Yeah. So for international or even outside Canberra listeners, um, which side of the lake you live on in Canberra is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. <laughs> you're north or you're south. And Sandra and I, we're both north. We're sensible people. We are. It's slightly warmer <laughs> and slightly cooler in summer. Yeah. Warmer in winter. Um, and look, and another thing, the rock I know is a big thing, which I think is happening now, is putting those songbooks together. Because mm. you're putting the fourth songbook. Is that something you were involved in, or has that been no, other people? It's a, you're it's lucky. It's an afternoon that I can't make it. So, few oh, dodged a bullet there, didn't you? Because <laughs> I, a group I see of a lot of, ha- lot of haggard faces saying, "Oh, we're doing the fourth songbook. Oh, it's never going to end." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two thirds the way through, I think. Oh wow, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. progress. So we won't have it for the gang gang twang. Gang Gang Twang, which is the um, ukulele festival in Canberra run by Uroc on the 7th of April. Um, Yes, this will go before that, so I'll put out that. And if you're in Canberra, don't miss it. It'll be fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we'll we'll do what we've done previously and have a Christmas songbook launch or songbook launch in October or something like that whenever it's ready. So what made you decide to learn ukulele? Well, that was another thing I'd always wanted to do was learn to play the guitar. Ah. So when we had the opportunity, so everyone's got to learn to play the ukulele and sing to the children. I thought, oh, this might be a good idea. And so when I picked it up, I picked it. We have a song. We, we, we like to do parodies in, in Waters, and yeah. one of our songs is um, all about that uke. Yes, I've, I've heard it. And <laughs> it, wasn't a, it wasn't a Marlowe that I owned, but it was bright blue right. with plastic pegs. Oh, Cost about twenty five dollars Singaporean, oh. so about twenty bucks Australian at the time. <laughs> and it was okay. It went to a good home after I went and bought my nice tenor, which is over there. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't see that one come out very often. No, it doesn't come out very often. So the one I you've got do. there is is that that's the, the like, thin travelling yeah. style. Yeah, it's, is that um, a is that a colour? No, it just looks like that one, doesn't it? It's different. It's it's, it's very like, pretty. Uh, this is really useful for listeners because they can't see it at all. Um, but it's got some, it's just really, really pretty on that headstock there. It's got kind of yeah, it's got the bits. back as well. Oh, it's got wood grainy stuff. Yeah. I might even get a photo of that later yeah. and pop it up. Yeah. yeah, that's really pretty. I bought this one because I wanted something that's that's quite big to lug around. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought well, I'm going travelling and the car fills up rapidly with gear. I want something little. Yes. And then I won that one. <laughs> Which is what I take mostly because it's oh, right. a really nice sound. Yeah. But it needs a um, eye rig to work. This has got a pickup in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So three ukuleles. Do you yeah, have all? Three. Only three. Well, only three real ones. Yeah. There's a little one made out of a tin just there with the puppy dog on the front of it waiting for my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to bash people up with it. He can start playing that one. Um and a couple of other sort of novelty ones. But, mm-hmm. yeah, only three ones I'm serious about. Yeah. Well, maybe you should play that one. So you're going to do a song for me, um, and I can do it with you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> which song? Which song? Well, so as I say, we've got all these parodies. So mm, yes, and this is not written by Waters. This is written by somebody from Taunton, I believe, a Taunton music book. Oh, okay. From so it's right. not, not ours. We oh, we I'll... tweaked it. Yeah, yeah. What would you like to do yours? Okay. Oh, yes, I have to start it off, don't yes. I? <laughs> so just for, for the listeners, All About That Bass is a song which we perform regularly with Yurok, and I um, sing half the lead with that. Um, and this is All About That Uke, and so we're going to give this one a crack. I, I haven't. 
Uh, oh, Newcastle, you did the little performance yeah. of this, yeah. and I, I was in the audience. But, yeah, let's give it a crack. Because you know we're all about that you, that, that you, ukulele. We're all about that you, about that you, ukulele. All about that you, about that you, ukulele. We're all about that you, about that you. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I play a ukulele. I pluck it the sometimes three times daily. I got that wisdom that all the girls hate to play. All the right books in all the right places. I see professionals playing up the neck. They tell me that it's easy, but I say what the heck. I get the chords off the internet, transpose it into C and put a capo on the neck. Yeah, my mama, she told me to play for some thrillers and blues. And of course, everyone knows all about the bass. So. Yeah, well, I hope they do. Yeah. All about that bass. I've noticed. You rock. It's, it's, it's Michael used to always call it all about the bass, and now Andrew started to do oh. it. It's it's, it's spreading <laughs> like a virus. <laughs> Doesn't matter though. We all know what song they mean. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one I was going to do just a little bit of was Dragonfly. Which yeah, I will not be helping you with that. <laughs> I'm just well, let's see my, how it goes. My ukulele is going back in its case, and we'll give it a crack. <laughs> so this is Dragonfly by AJ, AJ Leonard, Leonard yes. and Jeff Skillums did do this in his episode, so there, there's no pressure at all and there's no, no competition. No competition. Did he t- – I can't remember. He only did a little bit of did it. He, did he tell you the story? Do tell. AJ and Jenny were on their way up from Melbourne in the car, and they're going, you know, what are we going to do with Rock this year? So then – AJ, just off the top of his head, comes up with this. Now, Jenny, she mustn't have been driving at the time. She's trying to notate madly. I hope she's driving. <laughs> just hang on a minute, I've got to write this down. What a minute, come back. And, what was that bar? And she, she noted this, notated this in the car on the way up. So wow. She just did it. And then performed it. Yeah. That, 
Oh, yeah. He is a very okay. clever man. He we is. knew that. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm even more impressed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, apparently that's what that's how it happened. So you'll you'll play it perfectly as well now. Oh, uh, well, yes. no pressure. Just yes, this this part anyway. Good. Look, it, I know I saw your face. There was a few moments there where it wasn't perfect, but man, it, it's a hard thing to play. Well, yeah, that's not as hard as the rest of it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell anyone that. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. Well, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So, yeah, that was good. Nice work. Nice work. You've been practicing, haven't you? Yes. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, remember that bit of Dragon Fire. <laughs> Well, I think it's we've reached that time now where I have to ask you the question. And the sixty-four million dollar question. Yes. Yeah, yes. How has ukulele changed your life? Well, well, might I say, without it, I wouldn't have met all the people that I have met. So, yeah, it's opened up Canberra for me, really. Um, I would have taken it wherever I was, but I think I found a nice, really nice bunch of people who resonate on my level, play the sorts of things I want to play, and so yeah, it's. Um, yeah, just introduced me to a whole bunch of nice people. That's Come on. That is a perfectly good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Including me, you met Actually, me. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. And without it, you wouldn't have been on a podcast. Oh, well, you right. might have been, but you know, it wouldn't yeah, have been. Right. It wouldn't have been this exciting. <laughs> no, no, this is it. <laughs> um, well, Sandra, thank you so much. So it's nice. been a fantastic chat. And... Um, yeah, I look forward to playing with you at Gang Gang Twang on the 7th of April. Absolutely. In Loud in the Library. Yeah. Will be awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. After all that talk about Sandra's flute playing, I figured you might want to hear it, so hang around after the credits. I've included a recording of one of Loud in the Library's rehearsals for the Blue Mountains Ukulele Festival. Unfortunately, we didn't get a full recording of the performance of this song. This was just a dodgy recording. It was never actually intended to be <laughs> be published anywhere, but um, look, I think it turned out pretty well. The song is Lost on You by LP, and I'll have full details in the show notes. And as well as Sandra playing the flute in this one, we've also got Amber Shahita, who was on our, has been on this podcast as well, singing lead vocal, and Jasmine Fellows playing cello. Enjoy it. Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper. I wrote the theme tune and it was performed by me, Jasmine Fellows, Jeff Skellums and Jim Croft. Graphic design is by Seb Carrero. Episodes are released every second Monday and you can subscribe on iTunes or pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. Our YouTube channel has a playlist of songs relating to each podcast episode. Check it out if you want to see Sandra performing with the groups mentioned in today's show. 
Want to support the show? Please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Give us a review on iTunes. They make a big difference in getting people to listen to the show. And go to our website, ukuleleisthenewblack.com, where you can donate via PayPal, help pay some of my costs, or buy a T-shirt, water bottle, stickers. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode.
Cause it's the new black. <laughs> <laughs>